With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So it's uh, all for play for still. I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Hello, Villa fans, and welcome to For the Love of Paul McGrath podcast. Just wanted to pop on and talk about a player that I've been looking at. Look, we've got the defensive work done, I think, for Aston Villa this season. Yes, we're probably, we might get a right back. We might get a substitute goalkeeper. But I think a lot of the views, a lot of the feelings, a lot of the, the links will shift towards maybe more attacking players in the coming weeks. And while this player has not been linked, I've added a nice little stamp to my... Um, to my uh, my opening credits there to to show that he had that he has not been linked. This is somebody that I mentioned in the podcast I did about Mohamed Akulas, um, and his name is Brian Broby. Um, just somebody that really struck me. Um, I suppose watching IX, I like anybody who likes football should watch IX play, regardless, you know, of 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 what competition it's in, because there's such a a great club steeped in super tradition, steeped in in a uh, and uh, like clubs look for identities clubs look for um they, they they look to have 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 kind of a a stake or a meaning within the footballing fraternity or the footballing world and the second you think of ix amsterdam the first thing you think of is well number one is probably johan cruyff and that's probably the reason why you think of number two is they've got a fantastic ability to be able to 
develop a player, spot a player, make a player, maybe elevate a player's play. Like they've just been a, an academy and a farm for footballers for 30, 40 years, 50 years, if you go back as far as Cruyff, probably even 60 years, you know, going back as far as Cruyff. I can't remember when he started, but um, they became a real juggernaut in European football. Yes, they haven't had the success that they did in the mid 90s. Or, or the late 80s, or, or, you know, as you go back towards the years. But their place within European football is, it's almost unrivaled, I think, with the the, the ability, the, the, the amount of juice they squeeze out of their talent is unbelievable. You go back to great players of the, uh, you know, that great uh, IX team that won the Champions League in, in the first year, I think it was, of the Champions League. You had Clivert, you had Canu, you had uh, Davids, you had um, uh, you'd Sadoff, you had Fididi George, you, you, you had all these fantastic players. You had uh, Danny Blind, I think, was in there as well. You, um, uh, Edwin van der Zaar. You know, all these great players played with IX that went on to play with other, other teams. So, I didn't plan on talking about IX, but but they're a fun club to watch. They're a fun team to watch. They always have been. Yes, they play in, the, in their divisi, which is is two, three, four steps. How I, I I don't like saying clubs are step, however many steps below the Premier League, but the players that they produce a lot of the time end up having really really good careers. And I want to talk about somebody here who. I liken to somebody who went on to have a really good career himself. Um, albeit that Brian Broby is 21 at the moment. 20? 21? Just, yes, 21 at the moment. And Ian Wright didn't even start his professional career until he was 21. I liken the two of them in their style of play. So if you've if, if anybody here is of the same vintage of myself, 38 years of age, you know, I got to see Ian Wright um, at the height of his powers, I suppose, and in towards the end of his career. And Ian Wright was a fantastic goal scorer. Just loved the penalty area. Loved running off the shoulder. Loved being um, that central striker. That number nine, Ian Wright loved it. And he wasn't the tallest guy in the world. And I see a lot of... Um, like Ian Wright scored dirty goals. He scored he scored decent goals. Um, but Ian Wright was honest as the day is long with regards to forward play and striking play. And he was a typical... English centre forward, for want of a better word. Or sorry, he changed he changed the, the 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 meaning, I suppose, of really of an English centre forward because he wasn't that big brutish number, you know, number nine that stood up there and got was all headers and knockdowns and um and and you know that type of a player, but he could do it and he could get down dirty and he could score goals. And Brian Broby, why am I talking about Ian Wright? Is Brian Broby, Broby from a, a physical stature, from when I watch him, kind of reminds me of an Ian Wright. And Ian Wright in, the, in his prime, when Ian Wright burst onto the scene, he was a bit spindly. You know, he you'd known that he wouldn't wasn't a professional footballer long, that he got into it late. But when Ian Wright got up to speed, he was fantastic. I think he scored something like 258 goals. He was Arsenal's um, record goal scorer, close to it, or something along those lines. I'm, I'm just a very sketchy on, on, on the uh, on the um the statistics for Ian Wright, but Brian Broby reminds me of him. And uh why am I talking about this is because when I was looking at Mohamed Kudos and even before that, I was actually started looking at Brian Broby first and, and, and then when Kudos broke, I went back to look at him and I realized that um this guy is probably made for English football. The way that he navigates the the way he navigates the, the penalty spot, the way he navigates the box, the way he gets into the back post all the time. 
lives at the back post. He's one of these annoying strikers that when we look at his statistics in the moment, all he does is attacking attacking stuff. All he does is, you know, that that positional, that dirty positional centre forward striker, um, getting into the back post, um, you know, the, the movement off the ball, this kind of stuff that when you look at statistics, it doesn't really show up. Like, like you look at Erling Haaland at the start of the season, people were criticising him. I'm not, not likening the two together now before anybody has a heart attack. Um, but you look, you you look at the at the way that Erling Haaland has been was being spoken about at the start of the season, and it was like, well, all he's good for is scoring goals. Now Brian Broby doesn't score goals at anything like the clip of of Erling Haaland, so I want to make that clear. But really, Haaland's movement was fantastic all throughout the season. So he stood up top. Yes, when he started getting criticised, he started to run back. He started to do these talking runs. He was, you know, when 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 City were three four nil up and stuff like that, and it was fine. But his job was to stand up there and be that central striker. Come what may, be stand up there and be that central striker, and he reaped the rewards with lots of goals. Brian Broby would stand up there and he would be that central striker. You're not going to get him tracking back forty yards, dispossess somebody, play it off to to uh, Douglas Louise and bust the gut to get back into the into the box again. Maybe he can do that. Maybe he has it in his arsenal. He's he's fast enough, but I've not seen it for him with Ajax. But the reason that I'm bringing his name up is that he's somebody who is so elusive inside the penalty area. So elusive inside the penalty area. And I think Aston Villa were missing something like that last season. You know, we look at at, at, at Ollie Watkins last season. There were some big chances that were missed. And we look at, you know, somebody can get on the end of crosses. We've got Alex Moreno now marauding down the down the touchlines. Um, potentially, we're going to bring in another winger. We need to be able to 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 change it up. Luca Dean might be starting crossing that ball in. So that traditional number nine, which Ali Watkins really isn't that traditional number nine. He's a different number nine who plays the channels. He's now trying to be that that traditional number nine. But if you wanted to play somebody up top that maybe is less active, less Less likely to to move into those channels than him. Somebody like Brian Broby might might work. I don't know, but what I've seen of him, I like the look of him. I like the look of him. He's only twenty one, as I say. He's a Dutch international, but um, I'll give you a little bit of a rundown on him first because I've started writing. I started writing the, um, up uh, after my mishap with um, with Alex Benya recently. I've started writing up uh, proper. Um, notes on, on, on people. I might actually show them here with you guys if you if you don't mind if you'll indulge me for a moment. Um so basically I will try and share these up. So um I've written some notes in him here and 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 what I think about him. So I was thinking it was tying about maybe putting these up on a website or maybe putting them up on Patreon or somewhere like that. But I'll share them with you guys for the time being. So uh Basically, what I've I, what I've said here in recent years, Ajax has gained a reputation for nurturing nurturing young talents who later become superstars in world football. I've mentioned this before. Players like Donny Van der Beek, Van der Beek, uh, Frankie De Jong, Matthias De Ligt, Hakim Ziyech, all these went made their mark before they moved on in recent years for big money onto bigger teams. Onto uh, you know, Donny Van der Beek moved for big money. Frankie De Jong, he moved for big money. Will move again. Matthias De Ligt now uh, absolutely. Tearing it up, you know, he was almost cast on the on, on the scrap heap. He's, he seems to have, you know, regained his, his career again. And Hakim Ziyech today only just failed medical to move to Saudi Arabia for eight million, but he'd moved to Celtic or he moved to Chelsea, should I say? And and he's had a really good career as well. 
Um, and I think the latest gem, or one of the latest gems, obviously with the likes of Kudos and and um, and, and I think Kenneth Taylor as well for for my ex, I've got a piece done on him as well, a really good central midfielder. Albeit I don't think Aston Villa will be in with him, so I'm, you might never might never make the light of day that that podcast. Um, Julian Timber, somebody as well, another IX player who's been linked with Arsenal. Another like there's going to be big money generated by IX from their sales this season's this season, shall I say. The latest gem in IX Crown is 21-year-old striker Brian Broby, who's making waves with his impress- impressive performances and goal-scoring prowess. And in this, I'll take you through a comprehensive look at Broby's journey and style. So, essentially, Brian Broby started off his career at IX. He moved from IX to RB Leipzig, played there for a year, and then came back to IX on loan, and IX basically bought him back again. So, he, he, he has moved away from IX already, and that's another thing why I'm, I'm kind of talking about here that... Uh, you know, he was known as a starlet, a very, a very promising player. Leipzig went and 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 bought him, and then he returned back to IX shortly. Uh, I think it was a year, might have been eighteen months after uh, Leipzig bought him. So he has his experience of leaving leaving IX already, and uh, his experience of playing in another league at a very young age, uh, and at another really good team. You know, about Leipzig Hoover up talent, and they didn't want to let him go. I think he wanted to move back to IX because he felt he was too young to leave IX. Now, whether that hinders him moving this season or not, I think is a very, very fair um, observation to make. Um, his playing style is a traditional number nine, a role that he executes with finesse and precision. His offensive positioning, finishing ability, and pressing game makes him a nightmare for defenders. Um, and let's dive into his tactical analysis of Broby's style and how he contributes to, to IX overall statistics. So one of his key strengths is his efficiency. Offensive positioning, um, really natural player and finding the right space in the opposition's defense. Uh, looks lazy at times. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. All number nines who are great at positioning look lazy, and the reason they do that is false sense of security style of play. They they look like they're not gonna move, and they're all of a sudden bang, they're not to sixty in in split second, and they're mo- they're gone into the position. They've lulled the defender. They've made the defender tune out, and the second they see that weakness, they're gone. Broby's that type of player, and you need to be that type of player within the box. Um, he's a natural ability to find the right space in the opposition's defense, creating scoring opportunities for himself and his teammates. His movement inside the penalty box is particular uh, are particularly impressive as he consistently positions himself in dangerous areas to capitalize on crosses, set pieces, and close shots. He has scored 50% of his goals from inside the six-yard box. So this guy is a fox in the box. He is that kind of dirty player that we would need to that gets on the end of crosses, that gets on the end of defensive mishaps inside in the box, and more often than not doesn't miss. Doesn't miss. Uh, he's deadly in front of goal, as it says here. Uh, Broby's finishing ability is another aspect of his game that sets him apart. His shot map reveals his attempt that he attempts most shots from inside the box. In fact, he attempted every single one except for one shot inside the box, so he's not wasteful. Um, demonstrating his knack for being in the right place at the right time. The past season in the Eredivisie, Broby has attempted... Actually, that's not just in the Eredivisie. That's in all competitions. Broby has attempted 85 shots with 44 hitting the target, 51.8% in all um, conversion rate in all competitions, including internationals. And his goal-scoring instincts are evident. He scored all 13 goals from inside the box and six of those from inside the six-yard box, as I mentioned. His goals come in all shapes and sizes with seven with his right foot, four with his left foot, and two um, and two headed goals as well. Um, so here's some of this his shot map over the course of uh, of his career, and this is where he's uh, 
his, his uh, goals and where he misses and his shots and everything like that have come over the course. I'm not going to focus too much on that, but that's just a nice little graphic there as well. Um, while Broby excels as a goal scorer, he also showcases his ability to link up with his teammates. Plays very much as a lone striker in this um, in this IX system. Sorry, played, that should say, very much as a lone striker in, the, in in this system. Kudos has moved up closer to him as that support striker recently and has filled in as that centre forward when Broby has been out of, the, out, out of the team as well. As we know, Mohamed Kudos has played 37% of all his minutes as a centre forward um, uh, beside Brian Broby or in place of Brian Broby or whatever the case may be. Um, but playing as a lone striker, receives passes from various areas of the fields and distributes the ball to the flanks. So he's very good at taking the ball in and moving it to the moving it uh, wide or moving it to an onrushing midfielder as well. Um, he creates a versatility that allows Ajax to maintain a fluid and dynamic attacking style. He is uh, he has more than two assists. I think he had three assists this season. So uh, I think that's an incorrection there. He's three assists and he's high. Um, Expected uh, assisted goals rate of 0 0.19, um, which put him in the 90 percentile. Now, so the difference between um, three assists and his expected assisted goals rate, so the passes that he's played to people where people were being expected to score is 0 0.19 per game. So he plays 0 0.1 game per, nine uh, passes per game where people would be expected to score. That puts him in the top 90 percentile in Europe's eight lesser leagues outside of the top five leagues. But it's important to make that distinction there as well. So it indicates his contribution to scoring, uh, score to creating scoring opportunities. Um, I'd love to see him win more duels, whether it be on the ground. I'd love to see him be a bit more active up there. Um, I might be contradicting myself based on what I said about him previously, but I'd love to see him be a bit more active in pressing. I'd love to see him be a bit more active and maybe um, just outside of making that run. He's a selfish striker. And maybe we need that. I actually do think we need that. I think we need a selfish striker at times because we've got very, um, we've got players that are very uh, athletic and, and very industrious around the field. Like John McGinn, extremely industrious. Ollie Watkins is an industrious player when he when when he, you know, he, with his pressing, when he's moving into the channels. Buendia industrious. Douglas Louise industrious. Um. You know, we've got all these players that can get around the field. They can they can do the work. Sometimes you need a guy to just stand up there and occupy occupy centre halves. Ali Watkins has has learned how to be that player. Certainly at the start of his career with Aston Villa, he wasn't. He's learned and he's learning to be that player. And I think Brian Broby is just born that way. I think he's just born that way. You know, to the, the way that he occupies those defenders. But I would like to see him add a small bit more. You know, a small bit more like he's. He, statistically, he grades out as not having made a cross throughout the course of the season, which is incorrect because I've seen him. One of one of his assists was a cross uh, this season, but statistically, over the course of of uh, ninety minutes of all the actions that he had, it comes out at zero point zero zero because it only it only goes down to two decimal points. So um, statistically, he comes in as having zero crosses throughout the course of, of the year. So that'll tell you how inactive he is from that point of view other than being the guy that goes for the penalty spot, and we all know this type of a striker, goes for the penalty spot, occupies the centre half, tries to rough him up, and maybe then tries to slip him, get to the back post and put it in the back of the net. A very good... I, I've said that cent the centre-forward position in um, in Europe specifically is a dying art. When you watch Brian Broby, you'll know what I mean. There aren't very... like He's this type of striker that doesn't really care about taking the ball from the wing, cutting in past two players and pinging it in the top corner. 
Brian Broby knows he's going to make money by sliding him in at the back post, by making sure that the goalkeeper hears him running at him when the goalkeeper's coming out for the ball, spills it, and Broby taps it in. You know, he's that type of centre-forward. And uh, while there's absolutely no Lincoln, he will never play for Aston Villa in all likelihood. Um, I'm highlighting him as a type of player, um, I suppose, more so than anything else. We'll take a look at his numbers here in a moment, but I have them in here. But um, I, th I think really Brian Broby's rise in football is a testament, as I said, to Ajax's commitment to nurturing young talent. His impressive performances, goal-scoring ability and tactical understanding have made him a crucial asset for Ajax's Ix striking force. Um, while there's still room for improvement, Broby's potential is undeniable. He, as he continues to develop and refine his skills, the footballing world eagerly awaits the rise of this young star and with his potential transfer, transfer value estimated anything between 12.8 million and 21.3 he's, he's got a wide bracket of what he costs Broby's value is set to rise as he continues to develop and I believe that and that's why I'm talking about him now is because um, you know if IX are open for business why not do a double deal for Kudos and Broby if that is, is something that they're open for um, why they would do it I don't know but money talks in the footballing world as we've seen uh, as we know all too well ourselves, and as we've seen recently as well with Saudis coming into play. Um, but Broby's value, yeah, as I said, Broby's value is, is set to rise as he continues to develop. Ajax's management of him, management can be proud of another academy product flourishing on the big stage, and fans can expect Broby to leave a lasting impact in, in the years to come. So I don't know whether you guys want to see those. I don't know if I'm going to continue doing them. They're a bit of work. But when I talk about my notes and when I talk about putting together stuff and the scouting, scouting things, I'm not just throwing up numbers. I'm watching him play. I am reading articles that I've read about that I've seen about him. So a bit of work goes into goes into the scouting stuff. A couple of people have asked me, um, you know, what the, what the situation is with them. I have probably about sixty to 70, 60 of these done. Some will like the vast majority of them will never see the light of day, and the reason they won't is because they're players that will never in a million years be linked with Villa. They're players that will probably fail in 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 the professional football. But sometimes I have them available to go if and when they're needed. You know, or or you know, so some of them are just like blind squirrel territory. So what I mean by that is sometimes a blind squirrel finds a nut. And with Bubakar Camaro was one of those last year. I had him ready to go. I'd spoken about him. And then all of a sudden, uh, Rodrigo Bentancur was another person. I'd spoken about him. Villa were linked with him. Villa didn't get it over the line. And he went to Spurs and he proved he's worked in the Premier League. And they really missed him last season when he wasn't in the Premier League. So um, I just love doing this. And I just wanted to show you guys this is because um, it really kind of, kind of got to me when I was doing Alex Benya and I was completely um, out of it. So um, with tiredness, that is, not with anything else. Um, so uh, anyway, that's beside the point. Let's take a little look here in more um, more detail. Uh, Brian Broby, these are his statistics. We can see he's just an out-and-out striker. Um, shots per 90 right up there, as I say, completely and utterly dwarfs any other player that we have. Um, I have taken, so Danny Ng's statistics here, I've added them in. These are Danny Ng's statistics over the whole lot of the season, including his time at West Ham. He had a, uh, when we know he's had a massive drop off the cliff since he moved to West Ham, but really, like, his statistics were very impressive at Villa, and they really fell off uh, as he moved. But that's just something to note. But what we can see here from Brian Broby is, Massive amount of shots. Takes 3.55 uh, shots per game. So he's not afraid to shoot. He is this greedy type striker, as I say. Um, uh, but he is on target more often than not. Within the Eredivisie, as we can see there, 47.7% of his shots are on target. Puts him in the top 89%. Ollie Watkins, as we know, 
Um, Ali Watkins, as we know, had a really good uh, shot and shot and target percentage, as we can see there to, to on on the map as well. There at over fifty percent, I think he was one of the highest in definitely the highest in the Premier League. I think the shot and tar- shots and target. So having two people who can hit the target regularly and efficiently is really good for Aston Villa because you know there will be times when we don't create chances. So the more times you hit the target, the more chance you have of scoring. Um, you can see here scoring frequency 127 minutes. That's really, really good. Um, as I said, that's once a game. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. No, it's not. It's not because there's 90 minutes in a game. Uh, it's once every game and a half. Um, you know, so uh, that's that's quite impressive for him as well. Um Passing attempts, look, we look at going to the passing statistics and the possession in and out statistics here. You'll see what I mean by this. He's not really active outside of play. He's somebody that if you feed him, if you feed him, he will score. If you feed him the ball, he will do something really good from an attacking point of view. We don't have anybody like that in our team. Danny Ings wasn't that player. Danny Ings was, was, Danny Ings was pigeonholed as that type of striker. But Danny Ings got around the field. Look, you can even see it there with his ball recoveries. Danny Ings got around the field. He recovered the ball. One of Danny Ings' biggest problems was he just didn't have the pace to be able to transition from doing all that work around the place and then trying to get into the box. While Ali Watkins was also doing all that work around the place and trying to get into the box. And at, for a finish, we had nobody getting into the box. And when Danny Ings had a shot, it was more than likely a goal. But the team didn't know how to play with him. He didn't know how to play with Ali Watkins. Ali Watkins didn't know how to play with him. And look, Selvi, it is history. No animosity towards Danny Ings at all. Fantastic striker. Wish it would have worked out for him at Aston Villa. This guy is a bit different. This guy knows how to stand on that centre center, center half and work the centre half. And at 21 years of age, 5'10", 5'10", 10.5", I've put in there. Probably closer to 5'11", maybe even over it. Uh, you know, he's not exactly a, a striking violet when he gets up there and he starts trying to battle with people. Looks like a kid in his photo there. But when you see him play, and you will see him play in a moment because I've got one or two, just one or two still shots. I'm very reluctant to take too many still shots and go with these. I'd love to be able to play videos with you in these, but unfortunately, YouTube pinged me the last time and they've continued to ping me every time I played a video since. Um, so I would like not to be banned from YouTube by playing videos. So I don't know how other people do it, but. I, I, I seem to get pinged. So let's take a look. Here is a, a sequence of events against, you know, he's playing against Utrecht. And what a, 
essentially what, what you'll see here is I've tried to highlight him. I don't know if you guys can see it there. So he's highlighted here in the center of the field. Uh, ball is way out in that left-hand side. Um, ball has progressed down that left-hand side here uh, with a slide, a slide pass there. The winger gets it on the left-hand side. I think that is Stephen Burghaus. And uh, he... Brian Broby has just basically continues his run straight through the center. So he runs between the two center halves, always trying to stay in between the two center halves, trying to cause consternation and um, making sure that they have to make a decision here. And it pays off because what he does is he peels onto the, onto the nearest center half to him, which is the nearest center half to goal as the left hand uh, winger cuts in here past the, past the fullback. The center half has to go. Broby spots that, very early on that that's going to happen so he ties himself to the to the center half that's uh that's closest to goal here that's closest to him should i say as the ball comes in it actually comes to Mohamed Kudos, who controls the ball and puts that ball in towards back against the the run of play back in towards what would what is now the back post which when the cross the initial cross came in was the front post Brian Broby blows past the defender who is all at sea doesn't see him coming, has no idea what's happening. Broby gets in there and sticks it in the top corner, you know, from the six-yard box. That's the type of player he is. He spots a weakness, he spots indecision, and he goes at it like a Rottweiler. Um, another one here. We see the ball is uh, is is um, there towards the, the back left-hand side. I think that's during Timber that has the ball, who's, who's been linked with Arsenal. I, I'm open to correction. Um, plays an unbelievably brilliant uh, true ball here. So as we can see, this is against Cambor. Um, the defensive line is all over the place here. See how close the two centre halves are. I've got Brian Broby uh, highlighted here. Their two centre halves are really close. They're terrified of him. There isn't another Ajax player within a country mile of him. They're terrified of him. They've even got a man here shielding him in front. The way Ajax take take the take this uh, this whole setup out of the equation is they play a long ball into that cavernous space that's there. Yes, it's there, and it should be played into, and any professional uh, defender should be able to see that ball. But what Broby does here is he does he still does really well to get in front of the two players, and in a foot race from call it the edge of the the, the center circle there towards the D, he beats them all ends up. He gets the ball on the edge of the area here. It's a messy finish, as in he kind of scuffs his shot, he kicks it into the ground, bounces over the goalkeeper's leg, who, who dives to his near post, bounces over his leg, and goes in at the other side. It's a messy finish, but what I wanted to show, and I don't care how they go in, but what I wanted to show here is he takes both defenders on and relishes it at 21 years of age, bullies them, blows past them, gets the ball in there, finishes with his left foot on a scuffed finish. I'll be the scuffed finish. I don't care how they go in. We need to score dirty goals as well. So that's Brian Broby, everybody. I didn't think I'd be able to talk for 30 minutes. I think the whole Ajax thing got um, got, got my juices flowing on that as well. But a couple of comments there from you guys. Um, boom, boom, boom. Uh, 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 uh. Ah, thank you very much for that, Aston Villa arm, uh, armchair fan. How's it going, Neil? I look forward to your podcast more than any other Villa channel. Keep the hard, keep up the hard work, dude. Up the Villa. Thank you so much. I, re I actually really appreciate that. Thank you so much because uh, I love doing these. And uh, as I say, I if, if they get 10, 10 views or if they get ten thousand views, it's all the one. As I say, um, it's it, it, it keeps uh, keeps me occupied. Um. Dick Obeka says, I think they produced Anwar. They did. They produced Anwar Al-Ghazi as well. Um, 
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There's some Northampton town. I don't know. Um, Michael Hogan says uh, he met, he, met Ian Wright a few times. And he told me he would have loved to play for Villa. The fans always gave him loads, but he loved the Villa back. He, I, I think Ian Wright is a fantastic guy. You know, in in right is 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 uh is a good guy. I I would like to e- meet in right. I love to sit down and have a pint with him. I'd say he's have some great stories to tell. Um, where else are we? Uh, Adamski, are we really going to let West Ham have Harvey Barnes? I actually think West West Ham and Harvey Barnes are a match made in heaven. But Harvey Barnes apparently wants to stay close to the Midlands. I think that's one of those ones. It's one of these English transfers. It's going to rumble on for a while. Um, I could see Aston Villa getting frustrating and fed up with the price that's being asked and going on the continent. I could also see Unai Emery not being interested and this being 1 plus 1 equals 15 million from the press as well. Um, but Harvey Barnes, yeah, if, if, if he comes to Aston Villa, absolutely brilliant. But if he doesn't, I think he's a replicatable player. I do. Um, uh, good player, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong, no, good player. But um, I think that they already have Harvey Barnes and Jared Bourne. Sorry, I think they already have yeah, I was right. Harvey Barnes in Jared Bourne um, at, at, at um, West Ham. And it's I think the position is difficult to play two of them on the same team, specifically when you really should be trying to replace Miguel Antonio up top. I don't know if got Skamaka in there, so they really have pressure on, on for him to work, um, I think. Um, Richard Edwards, good point. I hope Emery gives Archer a chance to show his skills. I do too, and I think he will. Archer's goal against Germany last night was it? Was it last night in in, in the under twenty ones? Brilliant. That's what I want to see. I spoke about Brian Broby being a, a typical centre forward. Archer isn't a bully, but Archer can run off the shoulder very well. Broby's a bully who can run off the shoulder, but Broby can't finish the ball as well as Archer can. And what I mean by that is Broby. Broby gets to the back like he Archer can take snapshots. I've likened Archer to a, a, a young Nicholas Anelka and in some ways the fact that he's not afraid to shoot from any angle, any position, and he backs himself to score and he's got really good trigonometrical kind of view of where the goals are. Um Brian Broby will try and get as close to goals as he possibly can before taking a shot. Different players they could very much complement each other. I think we're gonna need three strikers regardless. Um, so I think someone comes in, and I think Archer should stay. I think he's he's earned the right to stay, um, and uh, really excited about what he can bring. Um, yes, and people are talking about about Duran. I think Duran is 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 a lone candidate this season. But once again, an off season could do wonders for somebody too. It really can. Um, and and that's not to say that Duran is bad. Uh, it's just that he is raw, and I think everybody um has that same view on him, and that's absolutely fine too. Um. I think I've just answered that one there, Adam S. Sorry, I'm only getting to it now. How does Brian Broby compare to Archer? Archer, yeah, two different types of strikers. Um, two two strikers that could play together. Um, as I said, Broby is very much uh if you're a centre half, I'm getting in front of that ball and I'm putting that ball in the back of the net, as opposed to I'm gonna take that ball and I'm gonna gonna slide it in past the goalkeeper from 18 yards. I think Brian Broby, if I go back to 
if I add this back to the stream, wait a minute now. What was his... Uh, I have this quirky... Uh, average shot distance. Average shot distance for Brian Broby is ten point is ten yards out from goal. There you go. That that says an awful lot, and I think that that's it, it's a dying trait. It's a dying trait. Cam Archer is Cam Ar Cameron Archer. Let's see if I can get that statistic for Cameron Archer. Uh, oh, just for comparison's sake, nothing else. Uh, average shot distance from goal thirteen point eight. 13.8 uh, yards out from goal. Um, so just goes to show, like, as I say, half of Brian Broby's goals are scored from inside the six-yard box. Um, he is, I think he's built for English football. Just because of that alone, I think he's built for traditional English football. Um, let's remove that. Any more comments from you guys there as well? Ba, 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 ba. Yeah, once again, CC says, so great to see Archer and Ramsey playing well for England. I can see such an improvement in Archer's game since playing with Middlesbrough. I do too. I, I know I mentioned when myself and Paddy were talking about it that if Villa got a, got a bid at 21 million, would they consider it? I, th I think they would consider it, but I don't think they would sell. So, like, I think if you got a 21, a 20, like, they, they and Karen Chukwemek obviously being a different different kettle of fish because he wouldn't sign a contract. Um, that was my that was my barometer point. And I sp specifically when I mentioned the twenty one million, it was because it was one million over Karen Chukwemek's price. So Karen Chukwemek obviously everybody within within football was hurling him and was seeing him as a prodigious player, and he went for twenty million. Yes, he was in his last last year of his contract. Um. And that's just why I picked that price of 21 million. I, I think they would listen to it, but I don't think they would sell. Um, I don't think they'd sell. Uh, Watkins may be leaving, says Nigel Franklin. Um, I would be floored if Watkins left. Floored. Absolutely floored. I would be floored if Watkins doesn't sign a new contract. I... I, I I don't read too much into the fact that it hasn't been announced yet with Watkins. Uh, I think there's still a lot of administration staff on holidays at the moment at Aston Villa, which stands to reason, I think. Ma I know. Manchi was, uh, was apparently sipping sangria with, uh, with Pau Torres two nights ago, so that was just something that was doing the rounds on social media. So we'll see. We'll see what the story is. Um... Right. Uh, 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 uh. Whoa. Um, brilliant. So I'm going to leave it at that, guys. Sorry, I, I was just, I thought I saw some breaking news there on Twitter and I was going to say, well, we're going to have to dig into this, but I completely misre misread a tweet. And plus, I just realized the tweet was from 2022 as well. So do not search Aston Villa transfers and see what comes up there while you're on a live stream because that's how you get punked very, very quickly. Before I go, I want to give a shout-out as well. Fanatics this year, again, obviously, our uh, premium partner with the podcast. Uh, in the podcast notes, you, you should see, uh, if you don't see them straight away, give it maybe uh, two or three minutes, and you'll see that pop up in the podcast notes afterwards. We have links to, that if you want to buy the new, new shirt or any of the new gear that Aston Villa have, um, you know, it helps out the podcast. We do get a kickback. There's no point in saying we don't. Um, you know, it's it's an affiliate link, so we get a kickback. If you want to support the podcast and you want to buy a shirt, um, you know, if you're going to be buying a shirt anyway, if you do it that way, we do get a kickback. Also, this year, we've partnered with Jim Plus Coffee. Jim Plus Coffee are the official 
um, are the official sportswear provider to the to AVFC women's team as well. They're an Irish-based company, and they're owned by. Um, I'm actually going to do a bit more on it to explain what kind of a company they are. They are a fan, genuinely a fantastic company. I reached out to them and asked them, begged them over the course of a, of a year to to ask, would they, um, could we be an affiliate of of their company? They're they're just a super company here in Ireland. Um, so if any of you guys are um have any daughters or anything like that to follow us follow aston villa women's if you see them wearing the gym plus coffee stuff if that is something that you want to get that's something they want to get we have affiliate links here as well they ship all over the world there's different links for um for, for purchasing their stuff all over the world and lastly somebody i never give a shout out to and this is purely just a shout out to and um, we're part of a sports po- uh, um a podcasting network as well called sports social and solely, I just, you know, they do an awful lot of work for us in, in promotion and stuff like that. Um, and uh, I just said I'd give them a shout out. So if you guys listen to us on an audio podcast, if you listen to any other sports podcasts out there, they have a litany of podcasts uh, Podcasts there. Some really famous people. That, that David Seaman has a podcast on, on the podcast network. And um, if any of you guys are into uh, golf, um, oh, my God, what's his name? Beef. The guy with the big bad beard from the UK, from from England, what's his name? Andrew something. Uh, he has a golfing podcast on there. There's F1 podcasts on there. There's cricketing podcasts with famous cricketers. I'm sorry, I don't know famous cricketers. I really don't. Um, but um, there's loads of stuff there. It's just nice to give them a shout out because, as I say, um, they've been a really good pa- partner of the podcast. And you're going to see their logo pop up here more and more often because I should do more to appreciate them for what they do for the podcast, as, as, as I say, just from a promotional point alone. So just wanted to give a shout out to those. It's nice to be nice. And um, you'll be hearing, uh, as I say, I'll be, I will be. I want to try and, and, um, and give a shout out to them more often throughout the course of the season. Thanks very much, everybody. It's late. It's 11 o'clock here in Ireland on a Friday night. I've got one or two more cans cooling inside in the fridge, so I'm going to go on and I'm going to relax. But thanks so much for your time. As I've always said before, I can ask nothing of you other than your time, and that's something that you can never get back. So it's the most appreciative thing that I could ever that you could ever give me. I really and I do appreciate it. If you do like this podcast, give it a thumbs up. If you like the the podcast as a whole, subscribe. If you're not subscribing, and um, I'll see you again tomorrow with some other podcast which I haven't decided what I'm going to do yet. But um, thank you so much and. Uh, Stay safe, stay healthy, and all that's left to say is up the villa. Sports Social Podcast Network.